Sounds I want like to start off with that. Huh? Go on. Say it again. Right, go on, go on. No, say what you're gonna say. I was gonna say it sounded like the record was warped. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all for YouTube. Um, you know, I um let's let me start this off. Uh, my name is Alan C, and I'm the CEO of New Kingdom Entertainment. This is my podcast, Be Quiet, Grown Folks is Talking. Um, I don't know everything. I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I do know a lot of things. I'm a work in progress. This gentleman here with me tonight is, uh, I've known him uh, most of my life. Grew up with him on the 41st side of 12th Street. And um, I'm so happy that he agreed to do this. Uh, this is the legendary Bernard Fowler. And I tell the people a little about some a little about yourself. <laughs> Yo, you, you yeah. heard that? I, I wish I, I like I had the, a drum roll for you. It's all right. You got to work on your sound effects next. Absolutely. But, yeah, from Forty One Side to Twelfth Street, Queensbridge, Queensbridge, and we probably have known each other most of our lives. Absolutely. Most Absolutely. of our lives. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you, you still you had a horrible jump shot though. So let me just <laughs> you know, we're gonna discuss a little <laughs> bit of a bit of that too. Um you know, um I had a uh uh picture. Check this out. Um that's sad. I um didn't have enough sense to turn my shit off. Yeah, I'm this I'm new to this. I'm definitely but uh that's all right brother I'm getting, it, I'm getting it i'm getting it together uh i um uh, i have to um yeah i'm getting it together but you're gonna like this I'm gonna like this. What's that picture? Oh man! Can you see that picture? Yeah, Can man. You see that picture? I see that picture, man. Wow. What? You, what do you think? You see that picture? What do you think, bro? I remember that day. I remember that day. We were out there playing ball, and I, I forgot who took that picture. Who took that picture? Do you know? I know. I have no idea. I don't even know who. You know what? I, I think I got this from um 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 robert pearson i think well, I, got, I got a whole bunch of the original of that was taken with my camera because i got the original at home and it's in my oh, mother's okay. it's on my okay. mother's all that picture okay so i'm not i'm i'm not sure who took that picture though wow i wow. was trying i have another picture of you and gary and um i was trying to find, yeah I was trying to find that y'all take a picture. Y'all took a picture side. I have a picture y'all that y'all took side to side. And on, uh, the yeah, I, on the basketball court. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, was, um, I don't know what I was trying to look for that just I couldn't. I tried to do, you know, and that's I that's I I, I showed you that picture because I was um wow. I was doing some research on you because to be honest, that's that's when I remember you. Because anything beyond that, I really don't know you. Mm, mm. You, you understand? Even though I Absolutely. know you. Absolutely. And I've known you, I really don't know your story. I don't really know the things that you was going to. And mm -hmm. I found out something last night sure. that I didn't realize that you worked with Daryl Payne. Daryl right? Payne, huh? No, I never worked with Daryl Payne. Didn't he? He produced cinnamon. Cinnamon. Didn't you sing uh, Darryl, on Sunday? Daryl Payne had nothing to do with that record, other than selling it. He had nothing to do with oh. that. Oh, he was not there when that record was created. But it does. That's not what the 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 
information says um, information is wrong because i was there when that song was recorded i need you now that's what you're talking about uh i i believe so i yeah. believe so yeah no yeah he did some kind of business with uh, the guys that wrote the song that was his that was his involvement but he had no he no had no hand in the production of that record absolutely okay all right so see this is this is this is kind of thing that that i'm talking about um you know uh i don't know you for singing and i don't know you for that i know you we hanging on the block, playing basketball and everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know you for singing. And when I saw that part, I think the first time I realized you was doing your thing and you was, you know, in the industry is when you, I think you sang the ending on Beat Street when you did like a, 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 a gospel yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, at the end of Beat Street. Yeah, I had, I had, you know, like you said, you knew me from the block, but you know when you didn't see me on the block, I was somewhere doing something else. If it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't, you know, doing the local play somewhere or or doing a show somewhere or you know doing a lot of shows somewhere, I, I was doing a lot. Nobody knew; they just knew I disappeared and they didn't see me, but nobody really had no idea what I was doing. I mean, even when I was playing ball, even when I was playing ball, uh, none, nobody knew that I was going to the plaza taking ballet last ballet lessons. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, there's a lot of things people didn't know about me, things that I liked, you know, you know, but that's all of us, you know, a lot of, you know. Absolutely. A lot of I people just, that we know, they know us like, like you just said, that's how they know us. But they don't know what we do outside of, you know, outside of outside of the neighborhood, you know. Absolutely. And that's one thing about Queensbridge dudes. We get around, we do a lot of things. It's just like just like you. Nobody knew I was playing basketball, not outside of Queensbridge. And I really didn't play no organized basketball in Queensbridge, but I end up playing at the University of well, I didn't get the play but i made the team at the university right, right. nobody knew about nobody knew about that i was so funny i was talking if you've seen if you watch that podcast that i sent you a copy of no i did i inter, i interviewed red bruin and mm. uh johnson dj i tried to get genie he couldn't show up but i also interviewed the other kid from 12th street that played for arizona um damn what's it damn I'm getting old. I'm forgetting his name. The little um, dude that played for Arizona from 12, from the 40, 40, 40 side of 12 Street. Right. Um, right. I interviewed all three of them and we talked about, you know, a lot of things that went on the projects. Like, and also the fact that we have a lot of talent that comes out of Queensbridge that nobody, a lot of people don't really know. Like, that's why I called you a legend. That's why I called you a legend when we started off. And I had an argument with somebody about that. I'm saying, they said we don't have no legends i'm saying what are you talking about i said we have mad legends we have a lot of people that no one knows about and this is one of the reasons why i wanted to do this interview to bring it back to the fore i looked at your bio thing and you included, included the fact that you grew up in queensbridge and a lot of people that get on and do things out of here don't always do that mm. and I have respect when I see that. And when I saw that the other night, I said, you know, that's mad respect. You don't forget where you come from. Uh, and not. like, go ahead. No, I, no, you don't, you don't forget that. That's where I spent, you know, my early childhood, you know, you don't forget that, you know, good, bad, and ugly. I'm from Queensbridge, but not born, but raised. Hey same same here but that that's about the same thing if you experience all your first experiences there that's that's where you come from that's where you from that's right um so we that's what we're saying so how did you get started like like because then you went from that i seen you do that 
And then next thing I know, cause I was going to the garage. I mean, not the garage. I was going to oh, way before there was a garage. Mm-hmm. Right. I watched the garage because the garage comes out of the loft. I watched the garage developing them open up and and half and a lot of people that went to the, the loft went to the garage. So mm-hmm. that's my next experience with you is yeah. the Peach Boys. And that right. song don't make me wait. I used to brag when that when that song was I know that dude. I know, I know who I know the lead singer. I know who's singing that. That was, you know. I've always done that. I, I've been a lot of places, uh, east of the Mississippi, a lot of states up and down the the, the east coast, and mm. I've always bragged on Queensbridge and the people I know there. And like I said, if I was out of town and that record came, oh no, that's my people. That's from where I come from. I know that dude right there, or well, I knew that dude, <laughs> you know. And uh, so, how did that come about? Like, how'd you get on that scene? Because you was real, am I wrong? You was real big at one point on that, like, house scene? Mm-hmm. I, I used to hang out at the Paradise Garage. You know, Larry, the DJ, a lot of people don't know, but yeah, Larry. Yeah, produced that. That's right. right. Larry, Larry was part of the band. Larry was part I didn't of know, the band. I didn't even know that. Go ahead. He was part of the Peach Boys, so. You know, we do our live shows. He'd be mixing at the same time while we're playing. And I think that was, I don't know, I think that was the first. I don't think it it, it was nothing like that before we started doing that with Larry. And that just came from our relationship hanging at the Paradise Garage. You know, that was home for us. That was home. That was home base for us. Ground Zero was the Paradise Garage. And it was, you know, that's where... All the records that you know that broke on the radio, you know, I guess a WBLS and I guess Kiss had no, not I don't know about Kiss, but at the time I know that was a, you know, I'd see Frankie Crocker there all the time, and he'd hear something there, and the next day you'd hear it on the radio. It was just like that. Yeah, because I remember um, them house records. It was like that was they were hard to get. You you couldn't just go to the record store and get them, and you didn't hear the music on the radio like that. You had mm-hmm. to be in them clubs hear that music. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then you know, and the, but then they started playing it on the radio. You yeah. know, and that's how Peach Boys got on. Peach Boys, <laughs> don't make me wait. Was a it was an unusual record for the time. You know, it was different than most stuff that was played at the time, and I think. That along with you know the uh, you know the effects of the rec of the the effects that were on the record, I think that's what that's what that's what made it a hit. You know, it was well. I, it was a big I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I beg to differ in the fact that I was always impressed with your vocals. On right on, man. And people still are. I looked at all the comments on that. I looked at the comments on that the other day. On, on Facebook and everybody commented on your vocals on that on that on that on that record. Everybody mm. did. Um that's that's a um let's transition to how'd you go from that to with the your tenor with the rolling loans your um your situation and and your uh your work with them. Well, you know, when the Peach Boys ended, the Peach Boys, I left the Peach Boys, actually. That's what happened. The Peach Boys didn't end. I left the Peach Boys, and I went and started singing for Herbie Hancock. Right, uh, right. For a few years with Herbie, um, well, during the time I was with Herbie, somebody introduced me to Mick. I had met him before a long time ago at the Paradise Garage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, I ended up working with him. I ended up working with Mick on some of his own stuff, some of his solo stuff. And, you know, time goes, a few years later, he calls me and says, Hey, I'm working with the Rolling Stone. I'm doing a Rolling Stone record. I need your help. And can you come and give me a hand? And I was like, Yeah. 
and I've been I've been hovering around that camp ever since. You know, I still you know when they're not, we don't hear about them. I'm doing me. You know, I've I've always mm -hmm. done Bernard Fowler. I've never stopped doing it. So, but except when they are, when they're ready to go out on the road and stuff, I'll join them. You know, uh, you can't. How do I say this? Uh, you know, it's it's the greatest rock and roll band in the world. It's the greatest rock and roll band in the okay. world. You know, if if okay. nothing else, if nothing else, I'm part of rock and roll history. You know, and if and, and I'm honored to be there. So. You know, I'm honored. You know, I'm an, I'm honored. It's a blessing because there are a lot of yeah. people out it's, there. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot um, of people out you've there. You've got a, a claim. You've got a lot of claim from there. Um, let me ask you this, because it seems to me most of your your core audience and everything seems to be in the United States to seem to be outside the United States. Am, am I correct in that? Um, you might be. I spent a lot of time overseas. I spent a lot of time. I do. I spend a lot of time. I, I spend almost as much time away than I do here at, at home. Yeah, it, it could be true. It's been like that for a long time. And at one point, I was living in London, so you know, London, Europe is the is you know the back you know, you know the the backyard of London is Europe, you know. So I was all you know always there, um, but it's funny a lot of times that I do go there. I I'm playing with guys that I brought from here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not always the case, but you know. It it has been like that, so yeah, yeah. That's well, probably I, I could be. I've true. been to a couple of your shows here uh, in New York City. Uh, mm -hmm. Seems like you always go to that ballroom over there. Uh, oh, I played the Highline Ballroom a couple right, times. Right, 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 right. And I think I caught you there twice. Um, mm -hmm. And we never we didn't have a chance to really sit down and talk because you was busy. You know, you doing your thing. And I, I, I never was the type of person to try to intrude, you know. Um, uh, well, you know what? That would have been the wrong place anyway. Because exactly. there was so much, so much family, so many friends there. Yeah, yeah. people I hadn't seen in years. Yeah, yeah. Which was actually, which was actually pretty cool. I think that's probably the first most of them have ever seen me have ever seen me do my thing and that was a mere flesh wound yeah <laughs> well that's true especially uh in, on my my end um because like i said i i done my research before we had this conversation mm -hmm. uh and i see you have a, a larger body of work than i thought um uh and um because I, I I only know what you did if if it, if I saw it you know if it came in my face you know and I knew it was happening I knew knew it was that's doing true. I knew it was you um, that's true and it's and just like it's just like uh, you remember Larry B Scott yeah yeah from, from same thing I'm I'm gonna hope I interview him soon same thing with him like. You never thought that he would have did what he did, and you know, have done some of the things and been involved in some of the things do we do? And like I said, there's a lot of people come out of Queensbridge that have done things on the low that people don't know, and part of this part you know, is trying. You know, Lawrence from Ravenswood. Did you know that? No, had no idea. Had no yeah. idea. Okay. So he was coming up when, in Ravenswood when we was coming up in Queensbridge. Yeah. Okay. Didn't have, who knew? But that's who knew? the things that that uh, 
one of the things reason why I started this podcast because I wanted to curate and have a record of these type of things and and like your story like you know you have an amazing story you've done some amazing things so that's why I definitely wanted to interview yeah but let me ask you this sure how do you how do you feel about Queensbridge now how do I feel about Queensbridge now um You know what, Queensbridge is Queensbridge. I don't think it's changed that much. Uh, uh, mind you, it looks a lot better now than it did when I was growing up. It you been out there lot, lately? Um, maybe three, four months ago. I, I, really? Yeah, yeah. With my brother Tony, we were coming from the city and we drove through. Um. Yeah, it's Queensbridge is Queensbridge, man. The little the the city in the city. The city in the city. You know, it's funny to see some of you know some of the people well, I know, grew up with, you know, I see them out there, you know. It's the reason why I asked that because I didn't never um I remember one time seeing you out there years and years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh uh you know, everybody was doing what they do. You know, everybody was doing their thing. And I remember hearing that you had a problem out there. And I never understood it or liked it, you know. But it came a time when I had a problem out there, too. Um, and what sometimes we don't realize is that, you know, they say you can never go home again. And I believe the reason why that is because... It's not that the place, the physical place changes, mm -hmm. but the people do. The people yeah. do. They're not the same people. They yeah. don't have the same morals and values that we had when we was growing up. Because mm -hmm. you know how we grew up. We, I could never imagine hurting you or anybody else I grew up with on 12th Street. Right. That could never... Something like that, and we had fights out there. Right. We, we have fights out there. Yeah, but the idea of me actually hurting you, right? No, no, that never, never crossed my mind. Yeah, it's, it's uh, well, in that aspect, yeah, it's changed, man. That has changed. Fuck, that change has been going on a long time now, Alan. You know, it ain't like it was when we grew up. We're the last of the Mohegans, brother. You know, Look, last that's, of the Mohegans. That's what prompted me to, to get in touch with you. I saw you was a little more active on social media. And I said, man, let me hit him up because, look, out of my core people that I hung up with, I got one day one. Mm -hmm. And that's Danny Taylor. You know, I grew up with all of y'all. I hung out with all of y'all, but I'm talking about the people that I hung out with the closest. Mm -hmm. That's he's the only one left, and he's right. not doing too well health wise. And that's uh, the thing that I'm noticing with everybody. So that's why I'm trying to get with everybody and, and talk right, to everybody right. that I possibly can. Hey, man, you know, the older we get, you know, this is what happens, you know. You know, we all won't be around forever, so you got to enjoy that minute while you can. Did you ever imagine getting this old? Because I, I, I didn't know I was three years older than you. I thought Who's I maybe old? was a year. Huh? What are you talking about old? No, well, I'm saying, I said, did you ever imagine that you would get this old? I didn't say that you was old. Oh. I didn't say you was old. I said, did you ever imagine you would get this Man, old? Man, I'm 47. I'm 47. <laughs> That's not what your bio says. <laughs> yeah, in my mind, I'm 47. Mm. No, man, you know, mm. no, I, uh, you know, you, you don't, you don't think that far ahead, man. You don't think that far ahead. Shit, man. When we were, when we were growing up, somebody said 60. We like, so we said 60. 
<laughs> you about <old>. to die. <laughs> you know, but they, you know, they, they, I think they had been saying, you know, 60s, the new 40 or something, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think, I think we're in better shape than, you know, the ones before us. No. You know? Um, you know, listen, um, yeah. And we're, you I look mean, great. You look great. Um, I feel good, man. Went to the gym today. Went to the gym today. Had some health stuff. I had, you know, you know that all went away. And went to the gym. Went to the chiropractor because my neck was had been killing me. And <laughs> man, he fixed me, man. I'm telling you, it was like a light switch went off. I was like, oh yeah, man. You don't realize how bad you feel sometimes until mm. you know. And get get it sorted out, and then it's like, damn man, I was feeling bad. You know, you 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 become accustomed to it. Absolutely, you become like like pain. You know, you might get a pain, and you know, and then you know you've had this pain, and you just go and you ignore it and, until it gets really bad. Then you get it fixed, and then it's like, oh, I forgot what it was like. You know. Yo. It's crazy what the body does, you know. It it will adjust. It will because I'm telling you, if you take I care of it, I was. I'm telling you, it was like a light switch went off. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe how bad I've been. I feel I felt great. I yeah. felt great. Yeah, that chiropractor uh, is is some good stuff. If you got the right one. And yo, oh, check this out. And guess where he was from? Where? New York City from Flushing. Okay. Went to school in Sunnyside. All right. We know about that. We know about that. Went so, to uh 125. I went to 125 for a minute. No, was it yeah, was it 125? That was a junior high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woodside, yeah. Woodside, yeah. They kicked they me out of there almost immediately. I almost immediately. Almost immediately, I I was um extorting kids for their lunch money. The white you kids, see that? Uh, yeah, they put me you up out quickly with the quick with the quickness. See I, I I basically never went back to school after that. Wow, um, I was uh fortunate. Um, my father taught me a lot, and I don't know. I had uh, a penchant for watching PBS Channel Thirteen. Mm -hmm. I used to love watching Channel Thirteen. Everything on it. And mm -hmm. I guess because of that, I got educated. I love to read books and stuff like that. Thank God I was able to read. Mm. Uh, so I was able to educate myself. When I turned 18, I took the G test and passed it. First try. Right. Did you go and to then, the military too? No, I didn't. I, everybody <laughs> thinks I did, but I didn't. What right. happened was I, I went to, I talked myself into a university, into the University of Bridgeport. I don't know. Oh, to this right. day, I don't even know how I got in there. But I got in there. Not only did I get in there, but I walked on to the basketball team. Uh -huh. And um, to this day, I, I can't even tell you how I accomplished that, how I got into a university with GED, but I did. Right. Um, like, you know, I don't even know to this day how I became a fireman. That I stumbled into that, you know, in it. You know, mm -hmm. I did a lot of things that people wouldn't have a clue. truck. I did a lot of things. Mm. I've done a lot of things. You mean things? What what happened to Radish, man? Is Radish still alive? Oh man! Oh man! No, he's not. He's not. And that's another. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so I Radish, you passed, him. He, he passed away. Yeah, and. It it was some shit where like he died by himself. He died alone, and we were looking for him. We we were looking for him. Me and Victor made several trips down to Charlotte looking for him. Uh -huh. And when we finally found him, uh, found out we 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 had a problem finding out where he lived. But when we did, it was it was taped off, and they said he had he had passed away. And, wow. Uh, uh, I he came. He went down there with that that kid Sudan. I really didn't know Sudan that well, but 
So right. that said he tried to find them too. Um right. you know, I I um I I don't like talking about he's passed away, but you know, truth real is real, but I believe he was sick. Right. And you know, like that's another thing that I, that I go because I went through that with Gary too. Um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, Gary never told me his situation and, and uh, as close as we were and, and that always bothered me. Right. And I'm going through that with uh people now that uh uh have issues and like I just had a friend of mine I hadn't I lost touch with him for almost 40 years. I mm -hmm. got back in touch with him about three years ago and he died two years ago. Wow. He was sick, but he wasn't telling me how sick he was. And right, he right. told me he was sick and then it was like he was dead. And I was like, yo, um, if I could talk to him now, I would say like, why didn't you tell, right. me, tell me exactly yeah. what you was going through and how sick you were? Yeah. And you know, I get it. People, um, people, people want to keep big, they want their privacy, you know, and I get it, but I'd rather, you know, you'd rather be told than be shocked with it, you know? Yeah. 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 I miss Gary. I'm he's one of the cats I miss a lot. Fuzz Giddy. That was a funny yeah. motherfucker, man. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I did I did a lot of the first stuff. The first weed time I ever smoked weed was with him. Mm. Uh first time I ever shoplifted was with him. <laughs> uh we drunk liquor together, our first drinking together and mm -hmm. some other things I ain't going to go into <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. that he was a good dude man. he was and, a good and, um, dude man. and you know his brother and his brother Michael man I spoke to Michael not long ago man let me tell you something when we were growing up Michael was Michael was the coolest motherfucker from the block he was the coolest motherfucker from the block because Michael marched to his own drum. I was getting ready to say he was different for real. You know, and I used to run into him in the village all mm -hmm. the time. And you know, hey, what you doing now? And I'm like, you know, had to get out. You know, and we and <laughs> he and I bonded, man. And always, I always think about Michael because he was, you know. You know, we lived right next to Manhattan. Right. But a lot of us didn't go. Right. We didn't go and hang out. Michael was there hanging out, you know. He Absolutely. was in the city. I, we've he been was, with him too. Yep, he was he was out of the projects. He was in the city doing his thing. And I always admired that about him. I always admired that about him. He marched to his own beat, not absolutely. Yep. Look, yeah. The first, yeah. the first acid I ever took, I got from him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Double barrel sunshine. Yep. He was a good dude. I spoke to him a little while ago, man. He just retired. He's doing well. He's healthy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen him I've seen him uh this past summer at the reunion. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you that. Why you ain't I've never seen you at none of the reunions. You know what, man? This is the honest to God's truth. Every time that reunion comes around, I'm on the road. Okay. I'm on the road. And it would take me, I mean, if even if I'm on the road, I can get out, but I would have to fly a long way to come in for the day and then have to get back. Yeah. Believe me, man, every time I see pictures, I'm like, damn it, man. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I gotta get one. I, I, I'm gonna make one, I'm sure at some Yo, point. Your brother, your brother looked real good, man. And he's yeah, with, man. Um, uh, what's the name, sister? They kind of look like brothers and sisters. I got a picture of them dancing together. Um, Who? Tony and Tony? Um, to no, not uh, it's not. That's not her name. Uh, no, my brother Tony. Yeah, your brother Tony. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I got pictures of him dancing. And what's her name? Lady. They uh, look just alike. Um, what's her name? Sister? Jason. Jason. Jason's sister. Jason Holmes. Yeah, his sister. Right. They look like they could be brothers and sisters. They look real good <laughs> together, man. I got a picture of them dancing together. They look very right good. Right on, man. Um, and your brother. Your brother. Your brother. Oh, he's a I used bad to look up dude. to your brother. I thought your brother was mad cool. He was the a, coolest he people was a, I know. He's still. And, yeah, he still is. Still is. And I I remember when uh um when um what's the name got killed? Um Anthony with Anthony uh -huh. Evans with Anthony Evans. Your brother, I was I was coming through, I was driving. Was I walking or coming through the block? And your brother was the first thing I seen. And he said, yo, your man is dead in the building. I said, who? He said, Anthony. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget your brother. I Like I said, I looked up to your brother, but I'll never forget that situation and your brother being the first person like that that mm -hmm. told me about it. And, told, and I went over there and um, seen him sitting in that hallway dead. Yeah, um, yeah. That was a, uh, that was some deep. That was deep. That was um, deep. I I had just spoke to Anthony. I had just spoke to Anthony. I was like, there was something going on with Anthony around that time. I don't know if you noticed, but Anthony was trying to make a change. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what was so yeah. tragic about that was Anthony was trying to make a change because I was I was in I was in Recena and witnessed him stab Ron. Oh, okay, okay. You remember that? No, I don't. I don't. Man, Ron kept messing with him. We were in the center playing ball, and Ron kept poking at him. He's like, "Yo, man, you better fucking leave me alone." He wouldn't stop messing with him, and Anthony left the center, came back, and he was all over him. Mm. Stabbed him up good. Mm. But then after that, there was something had clicked in him where he was trying to straighten his stuff. He was, he was, you could see it, it was turning. He was turning different. And that's well, he, he got shot started. protecting he got shot protecting um that girl that lived upstairs. Um I forget, and she ended up disappearing too. I forgot mm. her name. Uh don't give me the line, but he got yeah, shot yeah. protecting that protecting that a girl that lived in that building. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, and you know what's so funny? I didn't know that, but my brother, my uh half brother did did this something similar. In the in this right in the middle of the center, right in front of the center, too. Um, he shot Hoppy, he shot Hoppy and almost under the same circumstances. But mm. Hoppy had been been egging my brother for a whole year before he shot him. Mm -hmm. and, and I had told Hoppy, I said, Hoppy, man, stop. I said, My brothers can't fight, but he's not a punk. And I said, if you keep on, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna do something. You mm -hmm. need to stop messing with him. And he didn't he didn't believe me. You didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. But, Queen uh, yeah, man. You know, um, what do you think? Were you surprised or, or you were you aware of Marley when you was on 12th Street? Yeah, yeah, I had yeah, left. Yeah. I had left. I had left. Were you aware? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was totally aware of Marley. Okay. Totally okay. aware of Marley. I was hanging out with Red Alert and African Bambada. When okay. Marlon, you know, came on the scene, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I was totally aware of him, and I used to see, uh, I used to see uh, Rakim mm -hmm. come walking through the projects all the time. Eric mm -hmm. B and Rakim, I used to run into them in the projects all the time, and and uh, yeah, it was a few of them, man. Okay, okay. It was a few of them. Yeah, I would see them coming in in the project. You know, it's funny because yeah, when they when they started doing that, I was already making hip hop records. Right. Right. I was I was already making hip hop records because there was a label called Celluloid Records. Okay. 
celluloid records, and that's the label that Africa Bambada used to put stuff on out, I think, before he went to Tommy Boy. So it was a it was a whole it was a a whole list of you know different cats. You don't hear about them now, but yeah, that yeah. So to answer your question, yes, I was I was aware of Marlon, you know, and then he yeah. got the gig on you know on the radio station. Yeah, totally aware. Yeah, because I, I I would think I was think that it would be almost impossible for you not to have been. Mm -hmm. Even though apps, I don't apps never cross musically though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. But I. That's why I asked you because that's why I asked you was you aware of them because yeah I don't didn't hear you that y'all had worked together in any shape form or fashion. Mm -hmm. Um. My thing is I. I wasn't aware of it as like that and and didn't. I didn't think I. Every time I hear that Biggie lyric, I didn't think hip hop would take it this far. That right. was me back in the day. I did mm -hmm. not think I used to clown hip hop music. I used to say that's hip hop to the barber shit. That shit ain't going nowhere. And yeah. you know, I was straight <laughs> on B. I was doing my little thing down there in the um, in the spot. I had the music that was in the spot. I put that music in. I was doing a little DJing thing, or call myself doing a little DJ thing in there. But right. I was like. No, nah, I was with, I was on, on the house music. That was the same when I started going to the loft and all that. I was mm -hmm. on that house music and stuff like that. And even disco, like, and I didn't see the future in hip hop until Tupac. Mm -hmm. That's it's when wild. I yeah. started feeling hip hop. And when Tupac, because Tupac knew how to mix it with like, like, he was using R&B, you know, a lot, not just the beats, but the the melodies and and you know the orchestration. You know, so Tupac. That's what, he was from a band first, you know. He was right. He was a, with a band first, right. So he had you know some basic knowledge of what a groove was and what a real groove was, and so yeah, he in that in that respect, yeah, he's different from a lot of cats because he was in a band. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so that was when I I saw it, and um, my thing is, uh, I don't want to keep you too much long. I don't like to do these too long because I, I don't want people to right. lose. Uh, yeah, you're ready to say it's I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, one more subject, and mm -hmm. this is musically too. What do you think about the situation in music now? Because it seems to me. And I'm going to even attempt to make a record because it seems to me now with all this AI and everything, you can actually get a program to write lyrics. You can actually get a program oh, to write yeah. melodies. You can get uh, programs to do beats. Oh, and, and it's like you don't have to be in a, a musician anymore. You just yeah. don't. Yeah, you know. But, you know, uh, you know. It's just just all surface, you know. You, <laughs> you know. I guess can you even call yourself a musician if you're just lifting it here and lifting it there? There's still an art in in in, in people playing instruments. I mean, every every piece of music that somebody is using is from somebody that played an instrument. You know, it just don't come out the sky. You know, even AI is is mimicking where it came from and that's human uh, i don't think it's going to make that much a difference because they are they're always they're all doing it now all the all these djs you know these djs you know they they're playing stadiums but they're playing you know other people licks from other records or you know something that they've created using their computers it's all good it's all good. Everything comes around, Alan. Everything comes around. You know, there'll be a time where something comes and replaces hip hop. You know, rock and roll is still here. It ain't gone. It ain't as visible, but it ain't gone. People still go to rock and roll shows. I play more rock and roll than anything else. So I know. You did know. you ever did you ever think that 
that was going to be your lane, I mean, it was you know what? in the plan. Yeah, it was all in the plan. Music that I loved, that I liked, was going to be in my plan. I wasn't going to. I wasn't gonna be stuck putting on a suit singing "Ooh, baby." <laughs> that wasn't gonna happen to me. I love music. I love music, and you know, and that's where I am in my in my life now. I'm doing music, you know, pushing myself and taking chances, you know, doing stuff that I would, you know, I wouldn't, you know, in my younger years wouldn't think of doing. So yeah, it's always I'm always just trying to push myself a little more and a little more. I'm I'm past, you know, I'm you know, wanting to be a star has has passed. It's about the art now. You know. Okay. Uh, you okay. Know, it's about the art now. So you know, when I and I still I love the music that I started with and i love the music that i'm doing i i love music anything i love i will do you started with with, with church music with gospel no right? i didn't i never sang in church get out of here my mother did. when i seen you do that 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 part on um b street i would have swore to god you swung in church you swung well in that's church. because i used to go to church okay. <laughs> Right. My mother had me in church, you know. My yeah, mother had my, me with my grandmother's. I was in North Carolina sitting in church, but I I never sang in church. Uh, but I know what what that feels like, and yeah. you know, if, yeah. if I can if I can feel a certain type of music, I can I can do it, or I can try. You know, yeah. everything I do ain't good, and I ain't. It's okay if people say, yo, man, that's fucked up. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> you know? That's what it is. You, that's you what it is, man. A, Listen, I say all the time, you're always going to be a piece of ish in somebody's story, no matter how good you are. Yeah, doesn't man. make a difference. Somebody always going to. Listen, do you have anything that you got going on now you want to promote or talk about before we, uh, we end this? Man, y'all ain't ready for what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Y'all with y'all, I don't even think y'all heard my last record. Did you hear my last record, man? I probably did not. Like I said, I was uh I'm to going go to go through and, your yeah, stuff I'm more, listening. but I, I was amazed. I was looking at the stuff you just had on YouTube. I was saying, damn, you got a whole lot of stuff, performances Ooh. and things. You know, I, I I no, I haven't heard your last song. Maybe I have and don't know. My last two records. Last last, my last two records one, the last record was called Inside Out. And the record before that is called the Bura. Beat the B U R E. Oh, I hear that. Huh? But Inside Out sounds familiar. Or oh, there's another type song with that title. That sounds yeah. Familiar. There's a bunch of songs with that title. Okay. But right. The name All of the right. album is Inside Out, and you know I'm working on some stuff. I've been spending a lot of time in South America. I've been uh, going to Argentina and. In Uruguay, I just got back from Uruguay about five days. Yeah, I, ago. I saw that you was over there flying eagles or para. Uh, or oh no, or no, no, no! That I I was doing that was Scotland, man. That was oh, about two okay. years ago. But I was in Uruguay, you know, hanging out with the drum masters there, and uh, so you know, I went and watched the rehearsal for the carnival that's in Uruguay, and I had some of those guys in the studio recording them. So. I'm always working on something. That's cool. That sounds like some, some, some really like you just said, different, very it different. It is. It is. You know, got to keep it interesting. Hey, that's you and know? like they say, reinvent yourself every few years. Hey, yeah. Listen, uh, Bernard Fowler, the legend. Brother Alan Coles, All man. Right. Good to see you, Alan Coles, with your <laughs> badass jump shot, mother. Your jive you ass jump shot. Your jive jump <laughs> shot, man. I hate Look, that jump it, shot. It, it never was that that good, but one thing is I could jump. Uh, and, and I was faster <laughs> than many people even believe. Um, you know what? I, I maybe I, I developed jumping because by the time um, when I when I was in uh, Bridgeport, I could stand underneath the basket and dunk the ball. I could jump. Right, right. 
from underneath. And I never, I never was six. I never was clearly six foot. Right. I'm under six foot. Right. I believe you know, you're man, taller. Uh, you said you had uh, Dwayne and Red on. You did an interview them. Yeah, yeah. How they doing, yeah. man? Those brothers good. Yeah, man. They all will stand out. That seven Red was. I mean, are they good? Uh, doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing, they're doing great. All of them, all of them. Uh, Red send down south some somewhere. Love. Send them some love if you talk to them. I am. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do another another interview with them. Uh, probably just before March Madness. I'm gonna do right. another interview with them. But all right, you. I I really appreciate this, man. And no worries, brother. No blessed. worries. We'll, practice we'll makes perfect, Alan. And get yo practice <laughs> makes perfect. And get your sound effects, man. Get your sound effects together, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, yo, listen. And, and get rid of that warped ass turntable you playing my music on. Nah, that was that was YouTube, bro. That was YouTube. That wasn't on I was, you know what? I got a coffin in the back, but I don't, I don't spend no records, man. I can't even remember the last time I put, I, I, I listened to a piece of vinyl, man. Real talk, on, I can't man. even remember. Come I can't on, even man. tell you. And that's crazy, but you know, it is what it is because everything in my studio is digital. Everything well, is. Well, vinyl's coming back, man. They're pressing more vinyl every year. It's more and more. Well, we'll see. Um, um, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, shall man. see. So, yo, but, man, uh, it's good to talk to you, man. Say hi to your absolutely. brother. I will. I will. I, you know, I started to bring him in on on, on this conversation, but I didn't. I didn't want to get off track, so that's why I didn't bring oh, him man. in. Yo, man. I started to. Victor's, a, yo, man, you'd be surprised. Victor's probably a natural at it. No, it, you it, know he got the is. gift of gab. Be. You know that absolutely. motherfucker can talk. <laughs> you know he the mayor he the mayor of queensbridge bro you know it. that's right if i didn't want to know anything about anybody i call him he knows <laughs> listen tell a phone tell a fax tell a victor tell a victor <laughs> <laughs> yo bro love Yo, you, man. man and take care of yourself take care Alan. we're going to cross paths we Absolutely. talk soon Absolutely. One. In a minute.